Hi, this is Igor from HDHat.com. In this Savid DS tutorial, we'll make a airbrushed glisten, a look that was very popular some 20 or more years ago. And while this is something we could do in uh, 3D DVE, which is pretty old school itself, we'll do it in uh, graphics tool to simulate how this used to be done before. And this kind of by hand process also gives you more control of how you do it. So we'll begin by creating a black filler here. Go to black. It's just a black clip and we'll dial alpha all the way down to zero. Then with the clip selected, we'll take it to the graphics tool and uh, we'll type, let's try letter S. Well, instead of a whole logo, let's, uh, let's just work with one single letter so you can see it better. We'll go to masks and turn off paint on red, green, and blue and just turn on alpha. So, so what we're doing now is we're creating a mask with this uh, letter S. We don't see it in the RGB channels, but it's here in the alpha channel. This is the object that we just created. We'll call it S face. Now we'll take our airbrush tool, select a quite large brush, go to your color palette, and we'll create a gold spread starting with a dark color and a very bright desaturated. Let's do this again. Here's our dark gold. And then we'll do a spread. We'll pick our darkest color, go to masks, Paint on channel, red, green, and blue should be enabled, alpha disabled. But for masks, we'll select use alpha channel. So what this does is we're going to use this S face mask as a frisket to paint inside. And not only that, but we'll go to paper grain and select this brushed metal surface. And now we'll paint the inside of the S. Go back to the um, color palette. So that's enough for now. The brushed metal texture can always be turned off later, which is a benefit of working with a vector-based paint system like in DS. I, I simply select all the all the brush strokes that use the paper grain and uh, turn it off. And not only that, but you can also dial in the amount of texture. One thing I'm going to do is I will group all the brush strokes that we used for face. Let's select the group and we'll call this group face. You don't have to do it, but it's just uh, more convenient to work that way. Next thing we'll do is we'll work on the S beveled edges. We'll select the original S face mask, duplicate it. Then with the mask selected, we'll go to titling style, make sure the face is enabled and edge is enabled. Now let's look at the alpha channel and see what's going on. As I'm increasing the edge width, you can see letter S is getting fatter and fatter, but we need to paint on the edges only. so we have to make sure that everything in here is black. The way we do that, we go to face effects color blend and dial alpha all the way down to zero. So this is our edge mask and maybe we'll make it a little thicker. Go back to titling style, maybe um, eight pixels. That looks pretty good. The next step is similar to what we have already done with the face. We'll use the S edge mask and paint inside the mask. Turn alpha channel off so we can see what we're doing. Select the paint tool. This time we need a smaller brush. Make sure the masks are set to use alpha channel, paint on red, green, and blue. And uh, this time around, I'm going to turn off the paper grain. We'll select the color that's kind of on the dark side and paint in. Now we can go in and paint some accents. 
I'll reduce the size of the brush even more. I'll darken some areas a little bit. Brighten others. So it's starting to shape up. Then I'm, to, I'm going to group all these brush strokes. Selecting them one by one is not the best way of doing it, but I'll, I'll do it this way for now. Uh, in order to group individual brush strokes, they all have to be selected. Group, and we'll call this group S Edge Bevel. And now we're going to create one more edge in between the face and the bevel just to give it a little extra accent. Our current alpha channel looks like this, so in order to do that, we have to wipe it off, wipe it clean. And the way we do it, we uh, draw a rectangle big enough to cover the S. And see, we wiped it off with 100% alpha, which is the opposite of what we need. So we'll select that rectangle, go to fill effects for the rectangle, make sure the alpha is all the way down to zero. And one thing you have to make sure is that paint on alpha channel is enabled because without, the, without that, nothing will happen. And also red, green, and blue, we should turn off. And also make sure that mask use alpha channel is not left on from your previous brush strokes. So now the alpha channel is completely clean. Now we're gonna select our previous S mask, duplicate it, and make it really thin. Click on titling style, and instead of eight pixel width, let's try maybe two pixels. Let's zoom in and see what that looks like. That's, that's pretty good. So we'll call this S edge thin and I just realized that I did not rename my previous mask it's it's called s face as the as the object that we duplicated we'll call that s edge bevel of course these names are only for your convenience they do not affect anything on screen and now we repeat the previous steps turn alpha channel visibility off take the paintbrush enable brush disable fill masks Paint on red, green, blue using alpha channel as a mask. And we'll paint with a quite bright and saturated color. I'm alternating dark and light. Once again, we'll select all these brush strokes and group them together. We'll call this group. S edge thin. We'll animate the face glisten first. With a large brush, just do a straight stroke right across the face with a bright color. So you can see what you're doing. You may want to make sure that for the time being, while you're painting it, use alpha channel is off because as soon as you enable it, the S will be using the previous mask, which is the mask for the thin edge, and you won't be able to see exactly what you're doing. But when you're happy with the, with the size, the shape, and color, and all that kind of stuff, you can turn on mask use alpha channel select and move it down in the stacking order so it's right on top of the face group so as you can see now we can place the glisten and animate it we'll start at a lower right corner at the beginning of the clip turn on keyframing move the object a little bit so the keyframe is recorded then go to the end move it up here that's where we'll stop in the animation editor, you see the curves already created for this. I'm going to select all the curves and 
from the Bezier default mode, I'm going to switch to linear. So there's no speed up and slow down. And that's our face glisten. Now we'll do similar things for the beveled edge and the thin edge. For the beveled edge, we'll switch to the polyline tool and just kind of draw spaghetti in no particular order across the screen. And I'm going to move this polyline on top of the S edge bevel group. And I'm also going to turn on use alpha channel mask. And see that? We have our little bevel edge glistens. So the brush size I selected is actually too small. It doesn't look right. So we'll keep increasing that until we get something we like. And not to forget, because this is vector based, anything we do is fully editable. So we can change the color or we can change the transfer mode. For example, no clipping add or screen mode is uh, sometimes quite good for this sort of stuff. It gives you a very high sheen without uh, clipping color values. So let's say we're happy with that. How do we animate it? Well, simply in this case, we, because we, we drew that mess of lines on the screen, we will rotate them. So they'll, they'll look like they're spinning around the edges. So we'll turn on the auto keyframing. We're at the first frame of the animation. Select the rotate tool, rotate a little bit so DS remembers a keyframe and go to the end. Rotate it that much, maybe a little more. Let's see. It all depends on how fast you want this thing to spin, which you can adjust later. Same thing as with the face glisten, we'll select the keyframes, go to curves, go to linear interpolation. So now we have our face and our bevel edges moving. And we'll repeat this process one more time for the thin edges. We'll use the polyline tool, draw a random mess of lines. So select the object, go to mask, use alpha channel. And the edges are quite bright already. Oops, I moved the wrong thing. Uh, the edges are already bright, so maybe we'll try a darker color. Yeah, that will work. Turn on automatic keyframing, go to the first frame keyframe the object, go to the last frame of the animation, and uh, I'm going to spin this. The first one I spun, spun clockwise, this one I'm going to go counterclockwise, just to mix it up a little. Is that optically correct? I don't know, but uh, may look more interesting. And maybe I will, uh, with the keyframing turned off, maybe I will increase the brush size, see what happens. If I do that, uh, I like that. And remember, you can actually keyframe the brush size as well, which gives you an interesting look. Let's zoom in here and see what happens. Uh, these are the little dark dots with a 12 pixel brush size. But if we increase that, see how it's changing. So you can get quite a interesting effect with that. We'll try this brush size. Go back to hold ZX and click, go back to one to one size. and. Uh, one more time, we'll select all these keyframes, go to curves, linear interpolation. So I believe we're done. We're going to step out of here and render this. The render is done. Let's take a look at it. And yeah, this looks like it's uh, taking you back some 20 years ago. Play it one more time. An interesting effect you can play with is the DS optical glow, which I'm just going to copy and paste the one I uh, I had on this letter X before. It's uh, you see see it on the X. If I turn the bypass off, 
it will just pick up light and dark values and place a glow on them. Let's see what it does on our S. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Glow off, glow on. One thing we should probably fix here is the alpha channel. So if you try to comp this over something else, it would only composite the, the, the thin edge, which is probably not what you want to do. We, we'll go back to the graphics tool. Select the S face. That was our original bottom level mask. We'll duplicate it. Here it is on top. And now we have to expand the edge to include all the material here, which I believe... I'm not sure how, how thick it was. Maybe it was 8 pixels or something like that. So I'm just going to verify that. Select our S edge bevel object. Go to tiling style. Yes, it was 8 pixels wide. So I'm going to do the same thing here. Edge enabled. 8 pixels. And if I toggle alpha on and off, you can see that the alpha and the fill fit. We'll go out. This, of course, is unrendered our effect, but it doesn't matter. And to demonstrate that this will composite now, we'll create some bars. Create another track. Put this over. And now you can make a real late 80s, early 90s flying logo. This was Igor Rijinovich from HDHead.com, and this was a tutorial on how to create a retro glisten in Avid DS. Thank you for watching.